This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites, this is Amy J, and with me as always... Hi, everyone, this is Amy S., the other Amy. Hey, guys, so good to be back. Um, Some of you may have noticed that we did not post an episode last week. Amy and I thought we needed a break for ourselves. So um, thank you for not bombarding us with where is a Haven podcast episode. Uh, I I enjoyed my break, uh, but I'm happy to be back. Yes. And so uh, something that we had said before is we've done all the interviews. And if you haven't listened to them, do check it out. You can find them at revisitinghaven.com. All the past interviews of everyone we've talked to from Haven. Uh, Amazing insights from everyone. Don't you think, Amy? Oh, yes. We talked to most of the cast and crew um, and, again, convey our appreciation to them for doing that. And, um, yeah, great insights, especially all their – and uh, Amy and I are going to do a podcast as we get closer to our premiere date, kind of looking again at what they all said we can expect in 5B. So, um, yeah, great insights from everyone. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to the episodes yet, go ahead and check them out. Um, Mm -hmm. These next few episodes are going to be – Amy and I looking back at each season and how that season plays in the overarching, arching, uh, is it overarching or overarching? Uh, I, either one, we'll say. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Although there's probably a right way to say it. But the overall picture of Haven and where we're at as season 5B starts. So, well, it's rather ambitious. Speaking for myself, I'm going to attempt a couple of at, thoughts. But well, you know. <laughs> Haven always confounds me, so... We're going to talk it out. We're going to have some fun with it. And maybe you guys have some thoughts as well. And if so, you can always find us on Twitter at AmyJ21. And uh, Amy is at... AMS AMS underscore 04. Yep. So find us there. Share your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Um, But before we go into season one and its part in the overall story, some news from Haven. Yeah, I've got quite a few just little quick notes here and there, Amy. I don't know, all of a sudden this stuff is going on or there's just things to talk about. You know, that's a great um, sign that the show is coming back soon. Well, yeah, I've got more stuff. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's see. So we know that um, sadly Haven won't be at San Diego Comic-Con this summer, but um, not a big shock there. Um and then moving on to things that our cast is working on, um, John Dunsworth is working on the Trailer Park Boys. That started shooting a month or two ago, and he's in that uh, he's in this season again. Um, Eric Balfour is going to be at Comic Con in October in Paris. I think that has more of a Buffy angle to it, but he is going to be there. Um, Laura Minnell's got another Hallmark movie, A Country Wedding, coming up on June 27. Um, Glenn Lefchecks, our favorite officer, Stan has a role in the movie that's been shooting in uh, Lunenburg and around the South Shore there in Nova Scotia. It's called The Healer. And some of our Haven folks uh, are in the background of that movie, and some of our Haven crew is on that movie. Skane is the publicist. It's called The Healer. So uh, check that one out. Um, Sean Piller has a new project. It's called The Art of More. It's going to be on Crackle, which is similar to Hulu. I'm not too familiar with Crackle. That airs in the winter. Uh, again, it's called The Art of More with Dennis Quaid and Kate Bosworth. Um, what else? It looks like Emily's going to be in Uncharted 4, which is coming out in 2016. So that's huge. And I think that's it. So just some quick notes on what everybody's doing um, other than Haven at the moment. And we're going to have uh, links to these things on the post show notes. So you guys can check it out there. Um, but definitely support all the Haven fans and um, Haven cast and crew in the things they are doing and outside of Haven. 
yeah, all their other endeavors. It's kind of fun to follow these things or watch these things. And, you know, oh, I know that person from Haven. <laughs> yep. There's usually a Haven tie. I mean, at some point, we might even be able to play Six Degrees of Haven. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun, right? That, that would be cool. <laughs> so now, folks, for those who are still listening, thank you. Um, we're going to talk about season one. Season one of Haven, um, one of the biggest seasons and it wasn't the season that brought me in, but it is one of the biggest seasons of Haven because it kind of started it all. Okay. I think that's safe I, to I say. I have to say, Amy, I've been watching since day one. <laughs> yes. I cannot. Okay. Forgive me. I cannot make that claim. I came in uh, season two, uh, you know, late late in the season towards the end. And so Amy is able to say that and, and happily too because she stayed with it. I know. I'm stoked. I mean, I've been... Follow, and I'm not the only one, of course, there's tons of people. I remember when Haven was being advertised, you know, that there was this new show coming on sci-fi and to watch it, and it just caught my eye, and I wrote it down, like, make sure you DVR this if you're not home, we got to watch this new show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, so I got, I got stuck from episode one, you know, hooked. Now, episode, season one, when I went back to watch these seasons, so I saw um, Business as Usual, which hooked me, and then I kind of came back to uh, watch uh, season one. And the thing that caught my eye, this was before Netflix had Haven on and whatnot, so I went ahead and just bought the season from iTunes, because I was like, I'm going to take a chance, and the show has not let me down. And I watched each episode, and for me, it was interesting, because it was all episodic, you okay. know, yeah. at that point, each episode kind of stood alone. Uh, but now that we know, they were kind of laying the the important stuff right here and there within the se- the episodes. Yeah, I think you could say that each step episode could stand on its own, but there was this mythology that ran through each episode, and it did flow from one to two to two to three to three to four. You know, um, so I did like that. So it was standalone, but yet it did have the, the episodic uh, touch to it as well. Right, because there, there were small things that you would see. You had Garland Warnos and the, the mystery that he had. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, but that, we kind of got most of that wrapped up all in season one when he, you know, sadly he died at the end. Did um, we, though? Because you also have the, his ties to Agent Howard. Well, yeah, we don't really have it wrapped up. You're absolutely right. But if you think, like, okay, so the very first scene of Haven is Audrey in her apartment, which is Audrey in the barn, and then almost the very next scene, she's driving into Haven and we see the cracks in the road. And then mm-hmm. we find out in the season finale of, uh, of season one, you know, the Garland is responsible for those cracks in the road. And All these things. I mean, just little things. Uh, I want to say season two, uh, episode two, Butterfly, is when we kind of learned about the troubles. Right. Right. Isn't that, isn't that when um, they sat at the bench and... Yeah, Nathan, the Rev. Yeah, and Nathan was like, I, I, I think the troubles are back. Oh, yes, at the end of the episode, yeah, yeah. So that's when we hear about these troubles and, and kind of confirm, hey, they're still around. And then, right, and we, had, we have the Rev referring to the ungodly in that episode, you know, and that means the troubled and, you know. And with the, I'm sorry, Amy, I mean to be interrupting ahead. you, but, but we saw the genesis of the Rev and how his hatred for the troubled. We learned about that, how he thinks they're evil and they need to be, um, you know, expunged from the town and and you know and how that all we later learned it tied into that tattoo and the guard and duke i mean so many things that just were thrown at us in season one that we didn't 
you know, that are now like, whoa, that's what that means? Right. It's, there was a low understanding of what its purpose was. It's like, that seemed like a throwaway thing. But later on in season two or three or four or whatever, uh, it comes back. And right. you're like, oh, that's actually um, a significant thing. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one thing in particular for me was Julia had the symbol. Yes. On her shoulder. Yes. Right. You see it and it disappears. It comes and it disappears. Right. And at that time, I don't think we saw anyone else. Correct me if I'm wrong, Amy. I don't think we saw anyone else who had that tattoo. Well, we had just seen Max Hansen in that episode. Right. And we, of course, we know Audrey Nathan first found it on, um, uh, you know, one of their episodes. Um, was it Ball and Chain? Um, yes. You know, yeah. Ball they, and Chain. Where yeah. a washed up. Not washed up, but the guy died. Yeah. Well, when um, the Teague brothers are fishing on the dock and they pull in that boat and it's got a body on it with a tattoo and they, mm-hmm. Audrey and Nathan do research on the tattoo. So that was the first time we saw the tattoo. But, you know, Julia had just taken a Duke to the cemetery to see the gravestones where her ancestors were buried who had the tattoo. And then they find all those other headstones with the tattoo. So now knowing what we know, it's not surprising that Julia had the tattoo because it kind of runs in families, you know, the troubled and the people who are in the guard. Um, but the thing, but, the thing we still don't know, though, is why does Julia's disappear and up here? Because the only other person we know that about is Vince. Yeah. And he said it ran in his family. Vince said he was born with it. He, didn't, didn't he say it was also in the family? Yeah. I, well, the family's born with it. I got the right. impression that that's how it was with Julia, with her ancestors. Whereas we learned later, like, you know, character Dwight, who wasn't even in season one, says, you know, he chose to put the symbol on himself. True. Um, as did Nathan, of course. But the, the mystery is, does that mean that Julia has some relation to Vince? I, I don't know. Right. This is, a, this is a mystery that still has not been resolved and may not be. This may be a mystery that fans are like, what is the answer? Yeah. With, if you have the tattoo and it kind of comes and goes and disappears, is that different than, you know, it's a good question. Good question. Yeah. So that 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 I always thought was interesting because I know when I first saw it, I was like, oh, what? Because at that time, I we know that a, a tattooed man was going to kill Duke. Yeah, I know I've kind of touched on that. Is that really still going to happen to Duke, or he and Nathan and Audrey are going to solve the troubles, or, or come to some conclusion that's going to prevent the tattooed man from killing him? I mean, that's still something we don't know yet. Right. I mean, we do have. Uh, the nephew of Vanessa, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it the nephew who has the ability to, to see what's happening? So maybe maybe in season 5B he comes back and is like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, you still have that death hanging over you. Your fate has changed or your fate has not changed. Think about it. Why not bring him back for a little bit? Hey, we just need to verify something. Uh, could you just, you know, touch my hand? Okay. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. May not well, happen, anyhow, but a possibility. Well, and the tattoo is also tied into the Colorado Kid. Now, the Colorado Kid is a huge part of Haven and the mystery and the story and the mythology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the at the opening of Haven, you know, Audrey thinks that Lucy is her mother. And then by the end of season one, she finds out she is Lucy. That scene just killed me when she um, learns in episode 12 that Lucy had the, the scar on her left foot 
And then, you know, we see Audrey sitting at the dock where the Colorado kid died and she reveals the scar on her foot and then she knows she is Lucy. Yeah. That was the thing in season one that just, that was like the biggest thing of all in season one for me. It wasn't that Nathan could feel her or, you know, it wasn't maybe that Nathan is adopted or it was just that she is Lucy. I thought, whoa. And, and then at the end, she's just found out she's Lucy and then she finds out there's another Audrey Parker. I mean, poor Audrey. She's been through so much. Um, but I don't know. I just, you know, and that is such a huge part of Haven, all these personas that Audrey has been and Audrey herself discovering all this. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, the other thing she discovered right now with season 5A and the overall story is her background and right. her origin. Exactly. You know, that she is a reincarnation or she's basically Mara. Right. And we talked about this off, um, offline, <laughs> but well, tell, tell them your thought. Well, I don't know if I can articulate this very well, so forgive me. But, you know, we're, we're kind of at this point, did Mara create the troubles? And does that mean Audrey created the troubles? I, I don't feel we have a 100% answer to that. And that's coming, that's where we are now in Haven is kind of getting an answer to that, I hope. But if that's the case... You know, Nathan's father, Garland, killed himself because of his own trouble. Garland, you know, couldn't keep it together and the cracks were going to destroy all of Haven. So Garland killed himself because of his trouble. Well, did Audrey, you know, in her previous version as Mara... Indirectly. Create, yeah, indirectly kill Garland because if, if Mara is responsible for the troubles, if we find out that there's that connection and it's kind of Audrey who's therefore responsible, then Garland killed himself kind of be, because of the trouble. So, and in a way, did did Mara kill Garland? In which exactly. case, did Audrey kill Garland because yeah, of that? But it, that's, it's that's an interesting Nathan's situation. Father. Yeah, well, it's an interesting situation, right? Because everybody wants Mara dead because of what Mara has done as the creator of the Troubles. They don't know that Audrey and Mara are one. Right. Right? So what happens when that revelation comes out? And... Has Audrey thought about that? I'm pretty sure she's thought about the fact that the actions of Mara, which are kind of her actions, uh, even though she doesn't remember them, have these uh, effects. Yeah, and we, we've talked about that in our podcast. Like, yeah. how is Audrey going to reconcile what her previous self has done? You know, she's given Nathan his trouble. She's killed all these people. She's caused all this pain and suffering. How is Audrey going to deal with that? So I don't know that we've really crossed that bridge yet in Haven. But and... At the same time, right, Mara is dead. Yes. So does the killing of Mara, who, in fact, was yes. separated from Audrey, right, mean that she's forgiven or should be forgiven? Right, because I always thought, you know, Audrey, when Audrey did separate initially from Mara, that mm -hmm. now she's her own self, she's no longer immune. Um, we can't really say that this Audrey right now is responsible for the troubles because there's that other Mara over there. Um, but now... There's just one, and the one that we're left with is our true Audrey um, after Charlotte merged them back together. So I don't know. These are some questions that we need to get resolved, right? Yeah. That and also, in tying the Colorado kid back into the tattoo, which was kind of going a long way around here, um, you know, it's supposedly somebody with the tattoo who killed the Colorado kid. And we still don't know who killed the Colorado kid. Yeah, I, wanted, I want the answer to that. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting uh, position, 
everyone is in because you know the tattoo it, you know there's so many people running around with the tattoo right that but it's we've, unclear we've learned- but we've learned so much about the tattoo, you know, that was introduced in season one, and it's it's such a key role in Haven, and especially in Duke's world. Um, we've learned so much about that, but yet we still don't know who killed the Colorado kid. Right. So we've, got to, we've got to get an answer to that. Well, speaking of the Colorado kid, we also figured out who he was. Exactly. Who would have thought that in season one, episode one, when we end with... Um, Nathan and Audrey looking at the photo again, kind of talking about it in one of the last scenes there. And, you know, Nathan says, is she your mother? And they're talking about the kid, who's who's the woman in the photo and who's the kid. Mm-hmm. She asked the chief all about the Colorado kid. And it's your child, Audrey and Nathan. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're right. They had no idea when they had that conversation that this was going to go that way. And I honestly, I don't think any of us did. Exactly. Yeah, you well, know. I wouldn't have, yeah, no clue, yeah. And then with the reveal of, uh, coming back to what you had said earlier about there being a second Audrey Parker, and how yeah. that, I mean, I think, Emily Rose has said uh, before that that was one of the biggest reveals for her. Right. Because, you know, it freaked her out. You know, like, Am I being fired or something? Yeah, or Emily what? Rose, the actress, thought she wasn't doing a good enough job, and they were firing her and bringing someone else in to play her. <laughs> right, and, and honestly having not watched it from the beginning i mean i knew she was going to still be in the show but i too was like what there's a second one yeah that one blew my mind too that did blow my mind because that like, was one what? of the biggest like the biggest reveals in season one i don't know there's so many but uh, i'm gonna say that's the biggest for me was when there was a second audrey parker yeah what, what do you think is in the running uh when when audrey found out she was lucy all right, fair enough. I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Fair enough. I, I still think, hey, there's two of you um, wins. What do you mean you're Audrey Parker? I'm Audrey Parker. What do you mean yeah. you're with the FBI? I'm with the FBI. Yeah. You know, the Lucy thing, I, I could chalk it up to the amnesia or something like that uh-huh. or, or whatever. But with that, I was like, down to the occupation. Like, how often does it get that deep? Well, and to me, it seems now that we are where we are in Haven... Um, the explanation of the second Audrey Parker, I can, you know, I can go with that, that all these personas are implanted with this memory, but the fact that the Audrey that we see in season one has been around in all these various versions for all these hundreds of years, that still just, you know, and that's kind of the, the crux of Haven is her personality in, you know, all these forms and what she's done. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's the fact that she found out she was Lucy. I can get that. I can get that. Um, I think, is this also, no, I think for Duke, Duke doesn't have it, the big, big revelations except for probably, hey, I know who's going to kill you. You're going to die, which we all yeah. know, but I know exactly who it is that's going to kill you. Right. And I got to give it to Duke for, I mean, granted, he still is concerned about who it is that's going to kill him, but right. he grew from that after a certain point and just started living his life again. Mm-hmm. But it did take him some time. Yeah. And I think a lot of the big reveals around Duke send not so many in season one, if, if memory serves me right. Um, but yeah, he was, well, he was obsessed with, you know, somebody with a tattoo is going to kill me, you know, and why not? I mean, wouldn't you be obsessed too, if you found out how you were going to die? Um, that would definitely color how you lived your life. 
Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, you know, but, but Duke's character has evolved a lot. I think when we ended season one, Duke was still kind of the criminal, more the criminal than the helper to Audrey and Nathan. Yeah. Um, but, but he did help him, you know, solve their cases, you know, the hand you're dealt and, um, which I love that episode, by the way. Well, honestly, at that point, um, if, if you had never, if you watch the show from the beginning, right, uh-huh. you know that there are two, and this is not, no offense is meant towards any Eric Balfour or Duke fans, okay? I love Duke. I love Eric Balfour. This is just an observation, all right? Okay. So that all being said, from the beginning, when watching the show, um, I saw it as being about Nathan and Audrey, because, you know, they were the most... Well, they were the cops. They were the cops, but they were the most seen uh, people on the show. So I knew it was about their relationship or or whatever. And Duke was there. And I always thought of Duke as the foil for that. But then I saw him slowly grow, right? He had a Uh role. And I think it wasn't in this season that um, I truly understood his importance to the show. I still think it wasn't there because he was on the outside, he was still on the outside looking down on troubled people. Right. Wouldn't you say? Like, he, he, yeah, did, he didn't so. adopt it. Well, he even says in um, Spiral, to, is it Spiral? Or he says to Nathan, you know, with all due respect, Nathan, you know I'm not a troubled person. Right. No. He didn't adopt this issue. And and I think that was, I don't know, if I, th- I think, I'd like to think it was purposeful on uh-huh. the writer's part because it, yeah. I think it was, it throws us off. Yeah, like, yeah, so Duke just, through most of season one, he doesn't seem, you know, that too much is going on with him. But then, wham, look at where we are now. And yeah, the writers did a great job crafting that character and how he falls into the mythology and, um, you know, what's going on with his life and his family tree and his family history. Um, great job, yeah. Yeah, because there's also a sense of growth. It, it doesn't come suddenly. Uh-huh. You can see it at the end of... No, at the beginning of season two. And so we won't talk too much about that, but um, you begin to see his growth from there. And that's not just the growth of Duke, but the growth of Duke's relationship with Audrey, the growth of Duke's relationship with Nathan, which I think is one of the best evolutions uh-huh. of friendships on, on a show. I'm going to stand by that. I love how they handled it. Yeah. They've had a lot of ups and downs and, um, yeah, definitely have been uh, through a lot together. Yeah, so there's been a lot of growth. And so a lot of the things that happened in season one, you can see play a part over the season and how revelations are there. Some have not been made, may never be made. Um, And and so I'm curious about that. Yeah, I'm wondering what what are we going to learn by the time 5B is over? Is there something, you know, are we going to get some of these answers or are they still going to be out there? Very Hmm. good. Hmm. Because, Because at this point in the story... We still have questions from season one we need answers to, but we've got all these new things that have been introduced over the course of all of our additional seasons that we also need answers to. (laughs) This is true. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. Um, If you have a question, um, Amy and I are going to be speaking with Brian and Nick later on uh, this summer about season, about Haven. I'm not going to say it's about season 5B, but about Haven. If there is a question you guys have for them, please tweet us with your question and we will add it to a list of questions that we are putting together for them. And maybe you will have that question asked. Yes. And like you said, Amy, we're going to talk to them a little later in the summer ahead of the premiere. And although we don't have the premiere date for 5B, we know it's going to be in the fall. So we're pretty much 
understand it's going to be September. Yep. Um, September on Sci-Fi. So everybody hang in there. Have a good summer. Well, those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it's summer. <laughs> Other parts of the world, it's not. It's winter. Um, but just get through these next few months here. And then in September, Haven will be back. Exactly. And I think that's a great place for us to probably stop. So uh, if you have any thoughts on season one for us and like to talk about it, hit us up on Twitter. And if you have a question, question for Brian or Nick that you'd like us to ask them when we do speak with them later, hit us up on Twitter with that as well. Sounds good. All right, guys. Till next time when we talk about season two and its place in the overall story, we'll talk to you later. This is Revisiting Haven.